Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. To rank the rookies ahead of the NFL draft, next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Heath Cummings. And Heath, NFL Draft, two days away. We're going to have a whole bunch of coverage after the NFL Draft. And we'll we'll have our official rookie rankings after that. Once we know where guys land, you know, landing spot obviously matters quite a bit. But just to set the stage, let's do your top five rookies heading into the NFL Draft. Here, let's let's start with number five and work our way to number one. Who's your top, your, your number five rookie? So the first thing I'll the say is it depends on if you're doing this for one QB or super flex. And so it's really difficult. If, it, if it's a one QB league, there's no QBs in my top five. I would say sure. Bryce Young is my favorite quarterback prospect. He would be number one amongst the quarterbacks, but he's not going to be involved in this conversation. At number five, I have Zay Flowers. Um, one of the many very good, but not perfect wide receiver prospects in this class i expect him to be a first round pick um his main the main thing against him is that he played with a really bad quarterback play at boston college and he's only five foot nine but he is outstanding as a route runner he's outstanding with the ball in his hands after the catch and i think he could end up in a situation where he's catching 100 110 115 balls in the right situation yeah th- th- this is something i've noticed over the past couple of years is like size seems to matter less for wide receiver prospects than it once did. I remember, you know, when Devonte Smith was coming out, there was a, a lot of fighting on fantasy football Twitter about whether his body mass index was too low. And, you know, I, I think there are fair questions. There aren't a ton of wide receivers who are, you know, Zay Flowers, 5'9", 189, 82 pounds. There aren't a lot of wide receivers in the NFL who are that size and are super productive. But I also tend to view it as like, there probably weren't that many wide receivers who were as productive as him right. in college who were that size. So, you know, he's already made it through one filter. Uh, who's number four for you? It's another small guy. It's Jordan Addison, 170. Oh, there's a lot of pounds. small guys. Yes. I, well, that's the thing about this class. Um, there's a lot of small guys. There's only a few of them over 6'1", basically. So mm-hmm. um, Addison was the Blitnikoff Award winner in 2021, transferred to USC, Did see his numbers go down last year, but another guy who may be a slot only, but that's another thing that I'm not sure that it matters as much in today's Mm -hmm. NFL. Every team runs three wide receiver sets pretty much exclusively. Right, right. Now, he might not play all the time still, especially early, Mm -hmm. because I'm not sure he can block anybody. I'm not sure why you would play him on a running down other than to not let the other team know it's a running down. But uh, he's kind of questionable as to whether he goes in the first round. He is someone who I could see if he falls to day two, falling out of my top five. Yeah, that's Jordan Addison. Um, And, you know, that's the kind of thing that like when we're we're in training camp season and we start to see, well, he's not playing the two wide receiver sets. Don't overreact because it's also like that was Amon Ross St. Brown as a rookie. He really didn't play in three wide or two wide receiver sets until pretty deep into his rookie season. It took him a little while to break out. So it's just true of all rookies. Patience is needed when you draft them. But that's that's something to consider with Jordan Addison 
when we get into the the time when we're talking about playing time. Uh, who's your number three prospect heading into this draft? Number three, and I and I think the top three will stay the same. I'm not sure two and three will stay in the same order, but Jameer Gibbs, who is getting mm-hmm. some steam as possibly either going ahead of B. John Robinson or being a first-round running back alongside Robinson. He is, I mean, if you type in Gibbs comp, I'm sure you're going to find someone saying Alvin Kamara on the first page mm-hmm. because that is the style of his game. He's smaller than Kamara is, though profiles very well as a pass catcher and a guy that if you get him in space, maybe could do things like Austin Eckler. Yeah. 93rd percentile college target share for uh, Jameer Gibbs. So that's the kind of thing we're looking for when we're looking for running backs with upside. Uh, who's your number two? Jackson Smith and Jigba. And I cannot remember whether I say Ned Jigma or in Jigba, but I'm going to get that right before Monday. Uh, the <laughs> consensus number one wide receiver who somehow played three games last year. <laughs> it's just the way this class is, uh, was according to many people at Ohio state, the best wide receiver in 2021 on an Ohio state team that had both Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. <laughs> I am Really, really, really getting my hopes up for him going to Green Bay with pick 13 and just uh, ruining their streak of not drafting a wide receiver in the first round. But again, another guy who's probably better suited in the slot, but more opportunity for him to play outside as well. Yeah, in that uh, 2021 season, Jackson Smith and Jigba led the Ohio State Buckeyes in receiving yards with 1,606. Garrett Wilson had 1,058. Chris Olave had 936. They did have more touchdowns than him. They both missed a couple of games, but still uh, pretty wild to be that much more productive. And then number one, Bijan Robinson, generational running back talent. I don't know what that word actually means, but people throw it out there, right? Yeah, I I think that you can say that at running back because a running back's generation is only five years. And so every five years we have one of these guys. No, he's he can do it all. He can play the slot. He can run routes down the field like Austin Eckler does. But he's also a big workhorse running back who is fast, can run over, over people, around people, can juke people. Um, even if Gibbs goes before Bijan Robinson, I'm leaving Robinson at number one. Yeah, the, the skill set here, especially like you said, the downfield of cat, pass catching ability, that's something that can really unlock a lot of upside for pass catchers. We've seen that with Saquon Barkley, Austin Eckler at times. So yeah, that's that's something. The only thing I worry about with both Gibbs and Robinson is the two teams that might spend a first round pick on a running back, or at least two of the ones that a lot of people think are the Eagles and Cowboys. I don't actually love those landing spots, at least for 2023. I think, you know, Philadelphia obviously there's going to be a lot of touchdowns, but he's going to be splitting with Jalen Hurts. Miles Sanders had 259 carries and I think 30-something targets last year. And obviously, Tony Pollard's status. That's one where, like, if Bijan Robinson does get drafted by the Cowboys, I could see both Pollard and Robinson falling out of the first round. Whereas if he went somewhere else, I think they'd both be first rounders. What do you think? Yeah, about that? The, I think Robinson's probably going to be a first round pick, maybe a second in Dallas. Um, the only place I could see him as a third is that they pair him with Eckler in, in Los Angeles and just wait for Eckler to be gone in a year. But I'm not that worried about Philadelphia and Buffalo. If anything, especially with the way they've been talking about Josh Allen running less, I might see that as a sign as we're going to see fewer red zone carries for Josh Allen because that's what everybody keeps saying they want to do. I'm not sure Josh Allen has the ability to not do it, <laughs> but uh, that's what everybody wants to do. Yeah, might uh, might might. Knock Josh Allen to a clear number two or three at quarterback if that was the case, but I'd be pretty skeptical. So that's going to do it for FFT and five, more like FFT and seven today. But 
that's fine. We'll be back tomorrow to continue previewing the NFL draft. We'll be reviewing the, re- the NFL draft after the draft goes down on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So we'll see you then. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.